me tell you a story about a man with a strange complexion. He killed a lot of folks and he made a love connection. By day he had a girl who baked him homemade bread. Oh, oh God, oh By night he oh. roamed the streets and he ripped off people's heads. This is the legend. He's the legend. The legend of the toxic abortion. Welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. Today we have a very special guest to talk to, Mr. Lloyd Kaufman of Troma. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, Lloyd. We so appreciate it. And it's such an honor. Well, thank you for recognizing 50 years of trauma, trauma art. It's amazing. Absolutely. Um, and I do have to like, I do have to get a little poetic for a minute and just say trauma was a huge part of my kind of movie journey as a teenager when I was discovering uh, what films I was kind of into and what I liked. Uh, trauma was kind of an aha moment of movies for me. Um, so really, really excited to have you on. Well, thank um, you. Yeah. So we always kind of like- Where are you? Where are you uh, broadcasting from? I am in Tucson, Arizona. Yay. I'm in Chicago. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we always kind of like to start by uh, kind of asking our guests a little bit about their horror journey. So tell us a little bit about how you kind of got into horror movies. Well, um, I'm not really an expert on horror movies. Troma is more of a uh, potpourri or a cuisinart of genres. Sure. And uh, our main uh, wheelhouse is satire. But uh, we uh, mix all the genres together, and the uh, the uh, trauma tech uh, technique or the trauma touch, as it's called, uh, started back in the uh, '60s when I was at Yale University, and I happened to get put in a, a room. My roommate, the freshman year, was a movie nut, and he uh, ran the Yale Film Society, Robert Edelstein, and we made a couple of feature-length movies together at Yale, and then. Uh, I basically got hooked by going to the Yale Film Society and starting to look at movies. And it so happens that uh, Roger Corman was one of the uh, auteur directors that they showed. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, usually it was John Ford and Howard Hawks and uh, Jean Renoir and Orson Welles and Stan Brackage and blah, blah, blah. But uh, Corman uh, movies were beautiful, and they showed that yeah. uh, 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 you could have a good script and good acting and uh, make a good movie for a modest or low budget. So uh, at some point, uh, I had the opportunity my uh, senior year to uh, take a job in California on a big uh, Barbara Streisand movie. Uh, called The Owl and the Pussycat, or um, take a job with a shitty little company in New York called Canon, independent company. And uh, thanks to my good friend, uh, LSD, I decided to uh, stay in New York and uh, be an auteur filmmaker to uh, uh, be in charge of my movies if I could make them, if I would get to make them, and uh, take the job with the uh, crappy little movie company. Uh, so I really didn't, uh, I wasn't uh, that uh, expert on uh, horror. I still am not expert on horror films. Uh, it's more comedy, really, that I'm interested, uh, uh, although uh, perhaps you wouldn't know it. 
<laughs> from poultry guys night of the chicken <laughs> well for a lot of us horror fans we find a lot of comedy in the horror and stuff that some people find appalling we are laughing at oh yeah <laughs> and we're saying things like jump on the body and yeah you're right that's that true. Head. Yeah, true. Now, that's true jamie do you remember your first trauma movie Oh yeah, um, so my first trauma movie was actually uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, wow. Yeah, which yeah. is a favorite of mine. <laughs> that's, that's a good gateway uh, film, I think. Uh, it's it's a rather romantic and uh, yeah. uh, has a lot of Shakespeare in it. And uh, the great James Gunn uh, wrote the script. So uh, yeah. one of many great uh, talents who uh, sprang from the loins of trauma entertainment over uh, 47 years. Yeah, mine was yeah. also Tromeo Oops. and Juliet when I was younger, also, and then um, Witchcraft Part Five. <laughs> How did you happen to see Tromeo and Juliet? Well, Witchcraft stars the great uh, uh, Julie Strain, and if yeah. you want to, mm -hmm. she she produced, if I re remember, um, Julie Strain's Tales from the Crapper, which uh, <laughs> is uh, yep. uh, on. Uh, I think it it's definitely on Blu-ray. I don't know if it's come to blue. Uh, no, it's definitely on DVD. Not sure if it's come to Blu-ray yet, but uh, Oliver Stones has a part in that, who I also yep. discovered, and all sorts of great people in that. It's a not a very good movie, but Tales from the Crapper is a, a lot of fun, and Julie Strain is. is great. She's great in it, and uh, her husband at the time, Kevin Eastman, and Trey Parker, Sam Raimi, uh, yeah. all sorts <laughs> of, uh, James Gunn. There are all sorts of people in that movie. There yeah. really are. Yeah. Totally. It's a great one. <laughs> well, it was a failed. Uh, we we had to get rid of the first set of director and uh, crew and everything, and then the second set. Uh, and then I asked uh, friends of ours who were, uh, uh, you know, well known if, if they could help bail out this uh, mess. So we have a lot of well known people in the film, but the second group of mm -hmm. uh, people that I assigned to make the movie who worked for Troma. Uh, they also thought it was just a party and took a lot of drugs and booze and made another mess. So uh, yeah. there's, there's a documentary. If you get, if it's it's on the DVD uh, documentary oh. called "The Thin Brown" or "The Thick Brown Line" uh, about the making of of Tales from the Crapper, and it's kind of a sad cautionary tale because you can see in it that that I'm sort of serious, but all these young uh mainly young dudes uh, who were on that one uh just uh, didn't get it yeah and stupid mm -hmm. me i didn't have enough uh guts to uh, get rid of them earlier in the game yeah mm -hmm. and i've always loved your guys's documentaries and kind of the making of featurettes and the videos and dvds um I actually really love um, Terror Firmer because it felt like a little glimpse into trauma, <laughs> which is a world I always wanted to see myself. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy, uh, cra I think that's the craziest film I've done, uh, except for perhaps uh, Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, which is a new one. But uh, yes. Gabe, Gabe Friedman is very funny on the uh, Terror Firmer documentary. He was our uh, uh, supervising editor, but he, he was uh, on the set a lot. And... Uh, we we somehow managed to uh, our main location for Terra Firma was right underneath uh, one of the airport uh, uh, runway not runways but approaches to Kennedy Airport or LaGuardia Airport. So we had oh and we had a train a train right on the 
on the border of the property. So every few minutes a train would come by and there were these, you know, freight trains that take a half hour to go by. And all that. Jamie knows all about that because we have trains in the background of our podcast all the time. All yeah. the time. From her end. Well, that's an atmosphere kind of. A, exactly. Woody Guthrie, uh, Arlo Guthrie kind of attitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Do you make movies, Jamie and, and Summer? Um, no, no, just enjoy them. But Summer has yeah. had a little experience. Yeah, no. um, I'm more on the acting side of it. Um, I just did got to do my first um, film project last November. Thank goodness, before COVID happened. Yeah, what was that? Um, it's called Crave. At least right now, it's called Crave. I don't know if they are going to change it, but it's about aliens. And then I got killed, and it was really, really fantastic. It was a great experience. Everyone was lovely, and I had a great time. Great. And Terrific. I'm from the theater, so I've never wow. done film. Oh, wow. Ever. And so it was very different. It was very scary, but I'm sure. really excited. And it made me want to do more, really, because I don't have time for, for theater. But because mm -hmm. it takes so much rehearsal time and six shows a week and everything. But I could okay. do film. You know, I realize that now. So that was very neat. They're both very different, aren't they? They are so, yeah. so. And both so difficult. Both uh, difficult in their way. Film, uh, because most people don't shoot in sequence. Mm -hmm. I do. I, for the mm -hmm. most part, shoot in sequence. But Really? Uh, yeah, because we don't shoot unions. So I don't have to, okay. uh, uh, you know, if I have people hanging around for between Monday and Friday, uh, I don't have to pay them. If I'm just using them Monday and Friday, if this, the union, you have to pay those folks. Right. So sure. I, can, I can kind of uh, have people living on the location and, uh, and uh, you know, if God forbid there's a problem, I can change, turn on a dime, as they mm -hmm. say. Yep. Sure. And, uh, but the, the hard part about movies is they're shot out of sequence. So the actors have to be able to, uh, uh, re you know, know where they were in the script uh, because they're shooting the beginning uh, at the end of the shooting schedule. Or, right. They start with the middle of the schedule and then go to the beginning. Of you got to know your emotional level and tension. Yeah, sure, and yeah. Everything. Yeah, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And no, also, it's not. Uh, you have to um, remember your marks. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You, you know, if you're going to see, I'm, I'm blocking uh, the top. The light. Of, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you know, you have to. There's a lot of, and I can understand why uh, some of these actors uh uh, movie stars are temperamental. It's uh, you mm -hmm. know they're like like sure. racehorses. It's true. Yeah. Jamie, you told me that Shakespeare Shitstorm was premiering today. Was it? Is that right, Lloyd? Uh, well, tonight, uh, um, tonight, which is the fifth uh, of December, Saturday at eight thirty, it'll be on the uh, New York Horror Film Festival, uh, which is the best slot at eight thirty on Saturdays. Very yeah, nice. you can't but, beat that. Can yep. you tell us a little bit about the movie, Lloyd? Well, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm uh, is based on my favorite uh, Shakespearean play, which is The Tempest. And um, you know, we spent a year or so writing it. Uh, Brandon Basham uh, wrote the script uh, with a little help from uh, Gabe Friedman, who, as I mentioned before, uh, he wrote Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead, and was until uh, a few years ago our supervising editor. Uh, and... Um, uh, Shakespeare, uh, Gabe and uh, Shakespeare and I wrote the story. Then Brandon wrote a really good script. And uh, Brandon also has two movies on Troma Now. And if you could mention Troma Now on your website, 
Absolutely. Uh, it's yeah. a streaming service, and it's the main uh, reason we're able to keep paying our staff uh, during this COVID uh, horrible trauma horror film that we're living in. Yes, uh, I was a subscriber for a while, and then oh. I just I had to cancel it because we fell on hard financial times too. No, but also, yeah, you know, it's happening to everyone. But also, I just didn't have time to, yeah. to watch. So I'm like, I'll pick this up again when I have time to dedicate to it. But uh, it was great, right? The movies are just like a thousand different movies. Oh, yeah. And so and, many options. And yes, all, I all asked the, for Christmas to, <laughs> to oh, get good, it. So. Good, good. The documentaries are all there, too, our feature-length uh, documentaries about the making of of uh, Poultry Geist and uh, Return to Return to uh, Newcomb High, uh, those mm -hmm. two movies. Uh, there's a documentary about that, uh, feature-length. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff, uh, traumatic yeah. pictures, uh, yeah, I, I live videos. for behind-the-scenes featurettes and documentaries. I oh, yeah. buy all the DVDs and physical media in hopes of getting features. Cool. Well, so. if you'd like, a, if you uh, and and Jamie would like a, a super secret private uh, link, if you can't watch uh, New York Horror Com uh, Horror Festival, uh, I can send you a link to Shakespeare Shitstorm private link if you'd like it. Ooh, Just, I would uh, love it. That would be great. <laughs> e email me and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, or email Tom or whatever right. you got there, and let's do it. And uh, maybe you can find a theater when in your area. There is a theater in Tucson that has played us. I think it's the Loft. Is yes, that the Loft Cinema. They're great. I was actually going to talk to them about this podcast episode and see if they wanted to share it. So mm. um, yeah, they yeah. they are definitely our theater for trauma movies. Our theaters are still closed. <laughs> yeah, well, um, they they have to be, but um, yeah. The loft is a nice one. Uh, I haven't. They, they haven't played any of our movies for a long time, so maybe, right. it's, maybe it's time, or or maybe they're just uh, playing the vassals of the big uh, company, you know, Fox Searchlight and Sundance and those things. So, but if they uh, actually, the lady who owns it uh, visited us here in New York once. And oh, really? And we used to see her at Cannes. I can't quite remember her name, but they're very nice couple, okay. very nice people. Yeah. I think, I think they have a. Um, the program director who's a little more uh, snotty, but uh, what can we do? Sure. Maybe you can convince them. Maybe you could. Convince I'm gonna work them. on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. Hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm is better than uh, ninety percent of the stuff they're showing. Certainly has a lot more intellectual value, and um, I'll come out there and we could have a Q and A, and you all could uh, curate it, and uh, we'd have a good time. You could also get a. Uh, agent's fee uh, for setting up the show and uh, oh. and then uh, and then uh, you could you could you could resubscribe to trauma now yeah yeah oh i'm going to resubscribe in well the don't worry future. don't worry I'm, I'm just kidding around but uh, i had a lot of fun with it i just didn't have oh yeah <laughs> if you could please uh, mention it on your or put it up on your website yes uh, watch you go to watch.troma.com and as I say, we're paying our staff, which is more than Disney and the the yep. vassals, the vassals of the media cartel are doing. So uh, it's true. Yeah, you know, help us out. We're the last independent studio of any history. So uh, yeah. yeah, you know, we we need to we we don't want to go away. Yep. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. Trauma is the herpes of the movie industry. We, <laughs> it's we, not going anywhere. <laughs> we don't exactly. We refuse to go away. 
Yeah, I mean, I was just uh, thinking about it and um, just, yeah, you guys being around independent for almost 50 years, yeah. with the volume of work that you've done, with the talent that you guys have had in your films um, that have gone on to do other amazing things too, that's so impressive. You know, what's kind of the magic sauce of Troma? How do you guys keep doing this for 50 years? Monster. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no, actually, that's probably uh, not the healthiest thing, but it's uh, it, yeah. it, it, it's great. It tastes great and uh, it, it kind of wakes me up. The um, uh, I think the key is we love movies. Uh, Michael Hurst, my partner of almost 50 years. This, by the way, is my 50th year of making feature-length movies. Awesome. And uh, the uh, the first uh, movie I made was at Yale, and uh, actually more than fifty years ago. And then uh, the first thirty five millimeter movie is on uh, Troma now, uh, mm. Sugar Sugar Cookies uh, with Mary Waranov and Lynn Lowry and uh, I Warhol. love Mary Waranov. Oh, Mary oh, Paul are my favorite. Well, <laughs> check check that out because it's a yes. it's a uh, it was uh, my version of well Ted Gershony is the director. We wrote it together. But uh, we wanted to do a uh, modern-day Vertigo, and it's a lesbian version of Hitchcock's, what I think is best, uh, well, not his best, but uh, a lot of people think it's the greatest film ever made, Vertigo. Yeah. And uh, it sure is one of the best. And uh, yeah. anyway, Sugar Cookies um, is not in, quite in that category, but it's a definitely an interesting lesbianic take on uh, on uh, Vertigo, and it's, uh, it's a very good in the fullness of time it's very underappreciated as are a lot of the films that uh, uh worked on early in the day absolutely you should see cry uncle also if you haven't seen cry uncle i have not uh -uh, no. i haven't seen that one it's uh, directed by john g avelson who went on to do rocky and karate kid and uh stuff like that and uh cry uncle's hilarious and it it's an example of how he was able to take kind of a crappy script and make it into a hilarious uh, one-of-a-kind movie and uh it, it was in the top 50 uh, in his day in 1970 he also oh. 71 maybe and avelson made another good one called joe which we don't distribute uh, mm -hmm. cry uncle is on uh, trauma now and i swear if you see it you'll be black it's hilarious and it's Paul Sorvino's first movie, among other things. Oh, really? Cool. Avelson was sort of my mentor and a very good friend, and unfortunately, he died this uh, past mm -hmm. year. And we—he's uh, one of the many people. He's one of four people who croaked uh, uh, during the year we were making hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. Mm -hmm. So there are four four people to whom we have dedicated hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm: John G. Avelson, Terry Jones. Uh, uh, Stan Lee and uh, my wicked stepmother, all of whom uh, were great people and passed away. So when you ladies get old, you'll see your your friends and mentors going one by one to that great editing room in the sky. Yeah, well, my mentors are already so much older. It's already started to happen, uh -oh. unfortunately, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I always hang out with older people, too. So I'm like, I didn't even like kids when I was one. Mm. All my friends were like 20 years older than me. Yep. <laughs> I'm an old person, but I prefer hanging out with young people. That sounds good. It's a balance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're, much, they're much more alive. It's <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. Well, yeah, so um, I one of my favorite parts of trauma is um, the great practical effects. Um, I was wondering if you had a favorite trauma practical effect that you guys have done. 
Well, um, they're actually fairly impractical effects because they always take too goddamn long. And uh, <laughs> and even though, you know, one lesson for you filmmakers is uh, when you're going to make a movie, uh, test all your special effects ahead of time. And uh, what we do when we're filming is we, uh, we film uh, the rehearsals in a studio and the, or a rehearsal room. Then we film all the we film the uh, rehearsals on location. So essentially, we film the whole movie ahead of time, and then we go to the uh, the the thirty five millimeter or Alexa or now we shoot with Alexa cameras. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the what's really important is to get the uh, special effects uh, proven to you, the director, before you start filming, because uh, otherwise you're going to be sitting around with eighty people watching this poor bastard trying to hook up a, a, a tube with blood mm -hmm. spurting and his hands will be trembling and and, uh, <laughs> and I'll be yelling at him or somebody else, the director will. Uh, and I saw this. I was in a movie, uh, a uh, Stephen King movie, and uh, the director had worked for us, so he gave me a cameo. But I saw this happen. This was a big-time movie with Samuel Jackson and uh, uh, John Cusack and some oh. other stars. 1408? Oh, no, it wasn't. It was uh, was the, it? the cell. The cell. And, uh, that yeah, was, oh. not the cell with Vincent D'Onofrio, who right. also he also began. Boy, you all know movies. Um, I read. Uh, I read the book, the Stephen oh, King cell book, and I can't oh, wait did. to see the movie. Well, it's uh, it's it came out okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I think the fans are kind of okay with it. I, I think it's sort of like the Mother's Day. My brother made a movie uh, which Troma distributes called Mother's Day, yep. uh -huh. uh, which is a, Eli Roth's uh, favorite. Uh, yeah. I read film. that. Mm -hmm. Oh, good, good. Yep. And and uh, uh, he, uh, at any rate, uh, um, the, like, the, like Mother's Day, the fans, the remake of Mother's Day, the fans were okay with it. But usually um, the, the original is better and the original, my brother's version was much better. But uh, the cell was pretty good, and um, uh, but I do remember there was a, uh, when I was on set, the, there was a special effects guy who was uh, trying. You know, there was a huge, ca you know, much bigger than a trauma crew, and they were all standing around watching this guy try to make the thing work. And uh, I make I make the special effects people uh, film their special effects ahead of time, so I know mm -hmm. it's going to work. And even then, yeah. uh, we have problems uh, with sure. Uh, poultry guy's night of the chicken dead i didn't push hard enough and the climactic gi gigantic uh, chicken uh, indian zombie uh, it looks kind of like <laughs> a, a goofy minor bird instead of a huge scary uh, <laughs> raptor raptor type thing and the, and it happened again because i'm too nice i did the same thing i i i the, the climactic uh, monster in Return to Newcomb High and Return to Return to mm -hmm. Newcomb High, a two-part movie that we made, which you ought to see also because there's a great documentary that goes with those two movies, uh, Return to Newcomb High, uh, Two Girls, One Duck. And uh, it's fabulous. It's a great documentary. You should see it. You, I swear those documentaries are as good as a, as a year of, uh, of $80,000 a year film school. Uh, not that I have any problem with film school, right? It's just uh, very expensive. Uh, sure. And these documentaries we've made, I swear, they're as good as a full year of film school because you you see the truth, the unvarnished mm -hmm. truth of uh, just how tough it is to make a trauma movie and yeah. things that can definitely go wrong and 
we have fist fights and people proposing marriage to each other and, and, <laughs> uh, and uh, me being a total douche and uh, uh, you know it's a real uh, real journey of truth uh, truth and love hashtag truth yes. and love which is <laughs> sort of the uh, conclusion i've come to after 75 miserable years of making movies <laughs> <laughs> That's really great advice for filmmakers. It is. So thank you. Well, I think just in life, uh, you know, uh, there's so few people. I mean, obviously, uh, you, you all are trying to figure out life, and you you're you're got a good good. You're not afraid to question uh, what's going on, but most people don't do that. They just blob along, and uh, uh, you know, it's it's a pity. But the people who do try to figure it out are the kind of people that uh, you want to be in touch with. And uh, I think that uh, it kind of boils down to hashtag truth and uh, and love. And uh, you know, so many people in the movie industry uh, don't tell the truth, and uh, and they end up uh, they end up failures. They end up uh, you know without anything accomplished, other than you know maybe they get uh, some big uh, salaries from the studios, and uh, but they don't have any uh, real uh, satisfaction, other than uh, you know maybe they can drive around in a. Rolls Royce they don't own or, you know, have plenty of sure. cocaine or <laughs> hookers or, you know, a house that is very impressive. But when you get down to it, what the hell, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Jamie, we, it looks like we have time for maybe one more question. What's most okay, great. on your mind? Yeah. I mean, we were we were talking about this earlier, Summer. Um, is there anything that Troma has not done yet? that you would like to do, Lloyd? Well, I, that's a very good question, and thank you for asking it. Um, well, I would like to do a real musical. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I have a great love for the uh, great Broadway musical. There's one called Pal Joey. I that's, love it. That's Fosse. I don't know that you know one. That? It's a Fosse show. Oh, she loves her musicals. Oh, oh well, uh, Rogers and Hart uh, music. Uh, Pal Joey is based on a short story by John O'Hara. Very dark, and the movie was not good. Uh, but the show it wasn't is, my favorite. No, the show is great, and um, the actual Broadway show, which I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen revivals. It's before yeah. my time, uh, and um, it's uh, it's wonderful. It's dark and kind of funny, and you know, but I doubt very much that Richard Rogers, uh, <laughs> uh, the Lorenz Hart might have given me permission. He was manic depressive, but Richard Rogers, <laughs> I can't imagine, uh, would uh, his estate not going to. Right. So, uh, I, I I don't know. In fact, I'm looking for uh, something uh, 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 you know unusual, and unfortunately, most of the scripts that are sent to me are uh, kind of uh, you know lizard goes into the nuclear waste and comes out uh, whatever you know. I don't. I've done that. I've done. You know, I I don't need to do a, a, a script that I could write. I can write my own. But right. I'm, I would look, I would do a rom com. I do anything that's one of a kind. Anything original. Uh, and I would like to do more with the characters. Uh, most of my movies have thousands of people in them, and and the characters are more cartoon characters because mm -hmm. I can't write anything else than that. Uh, but if somebody out there has something that's more character driven, that, but that's a hundred percent original and different and unusual and and risky, uh, I, I'm not looking to make money at the age of seventy five. Uh, 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 you know, I'm a dirty Jew, so I'm happy to make money. But uh, it's not my primary concern. I, I, I came out of Yale and uh, a white, privileged, bourgeois family uh, that uh, gave me a pretty good education and uh, 
uh, you know, trauma, and, uh, you know, I've been able to keep my kids clean and out of jail. And um, so uh, anything that's uh, original and exciting and different and above all entertaining uh, would be great. You know, if it's a bit satirical, that would be great. But, uh, you know, I'll do anything. I'll do a tragedy, just something. Yeah. So if any of your fans out there have something or if there's a theater piece, uh, uh, you know, by the way, did you see the Toxic Avenger musical? Uh, it played in. I think it played in both of your towns. I wish I could have seen it. I know songs from it. I was in a uh, musical theater group and we actually oh. sang um, My Big French Boyfriend, I think is the song. Yes, My Big French yeah. Boyfriend, you sang that? <laughs> yeah, we sang that. We had like a, we had a Halloween kind of show. So we did a bunch of songs from different things, but that was one of them that we sang. So I'm familiar with the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, terrific. It's a great musical. I can't yes. take credit. I can take credit for none of it. But um, but David Bryan of Bon Jovi and Joe DiPietro, both of whom won uh, Tonys for uh, Memphis, and they have a new show uh, called uh, Prince uh, called Diana about Princess Diana. Oh, uh huh. And if you want to see the musical of Toxic Avenger, um, I think it's BroadwayVideo.com or Broadway.com or Broadway. I don't know. There's a, a website that has a lot of musicals on it. Uh, and Broadway shows, and the musical is they um, they it opened in the West End in London, and uh, we went to see it, and then uh, the guy in the audience was a, uh, a filmmaker, so he made a movie based on you know he filmed the the uh, musical in London, and it's terrific. He did a great job. Uh, of, you awesome. know, four, I think he had six cameras, so you you get all the close-ups for the funny lyrics, and some of which you miss in the theater. Right. And uh, Broadway. It's all happening uh, so fast in person. Yeah. Well, also, you can't hear it in the theater mm -hmm. very often. The Broadway theater was oh. too big, in my opinion. So, uh, right. a lot of it's very funny musical. If you have a chance, uh, you'll, you'll have a good time. You should check it out. In fact, the movie premiered, the uh, musical movie, the movie of the musical premiered uh -huh. in Chicago at. Uh, do you ever go to uh, C2E2, I think it's called. It's a big convention in Chicago. Uh, Not usually. It's it's so massive it gives me anxiety. <laughs> no, it's, it's but it's, uh, it's a lot insane. of it's a good, wow. definitely a lot of fun. And they premiered that movie there. Did they? Years, when was yeah, that? The year before oh. COVID. Uh, oh wow! Okay. And it was very well uh, well received. They had about a thousand people. They have one big room, and uh, it, it looked great on a big screen. I've only seen it on the big screen, but uh, it's, it's definitely uh, good to see on uh, what it's Broadway something dot com. Anyway, you'll find. It. You just type yeah, in. I'll search it. Google. I have to. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be great. <laughs> the songs are great. The songs I've heard are fantastic. Yeah, they really are fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, that's great songs. I mean, really clever, and the tunes you go out whistling the tunes, and there are only five. It's really a clever. A lot of high schools have been putting it on uh, because really? only, and uh, summer stock. There are only five. Uh, it requires only five uh, uh, individuals, and they play multiple parts. Right. But it, it's brilliantly uh, um, created. So the uh, I, I don't want to be a spoiler, but the the, the fact that the, the 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 show becomes much more char charming with the uh, the actors playing different parts. It, it works beautifully. Very good. I love that. Now, as that is written, um, do they stick to their own gender or do they go back and forth like Greater Tuna did, where like their men are playing women and women are playing men? It's like everything, or is it? 
Yeah, they go. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Yes, they do go back and forth. <laughs> I love it. Bender, <laughs> but um, that isn't a big deal. That's kind of a smaller item. Uh, yeah. There's one showstopper um, uh, where uh, which involves Toxie's mother, uh, and also the mayor of Tromaville, which I don't want to say anything more, but that always gets a standing ovation, and uh, wow. it's very fun. It's great, and it's a. Uh, on every level, technically, uh, lyrics, uh, all of it, the staging—it's uh, it's wonderful, clever, and funny, and uh, and and satirical. You know, smart, mm -hmm. very good. I can't wait. Do you all have? Do you yeah. Summer, do you have a favorite uh, musical? Or? Uh, I think Chicago is up there. Rocky Horror, yeah. and I really love Guys and Dolls. Yeah, Guys and Dolls. <laughs> so I, I go all. Ranges of the spectrum, well, they're, they're and I, I always prefer like the stage version to a movie version. So I, I think you're right, yeah. right? Especially the stage version of Rocky Horror. They had different songs. Oh. They they changed the order of the songs um, for the movie, and yeah, I really geek oh, out. Fun. My favorite recording of that is the Roxy cast from yeah. I don't remember. It came out right after the London cast, the original. The Roxy, which Roxy in L.A.? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Rainbow. my favorite cast recording of Rocky Horror. But Rainbow. I love Chicago, the musical, so much. I'm a Fosse girl, so well, Chicago, a... Cabaret, Sweet Charity, mm -hmm. love them all. But, I mean, I really love me some Guys and Dolls. I love those songs so much. They're so schmaltzy, but I love them. <laughs> oh, they're great. That, yeah. Uh, um, Adelaide's Lament is one of the great songs of all time in uh, Broadway movies, uh, Broadway I, shows, right? I sang yeah. that to my husband once when he was oh. just my boyfriend. I was telling Jamie because yeah. I was I was sick with a cold for literally like three months and I wasn't getting any better. And I've been waiting for years for him to ask him to marry me. I said, this is all your fault. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> so, sue, me, sue me. What can you do me? Right. Yep. <laughs> that, that is, uh, honestly, that is one of the all-time great uh, uh, moments on uh, Broadway stage, I would say. Uh, yeah. And how about you, Jamie? Any uh, musicals that come to mind that you love? Oh yeah. Um, so I mean, I love I love Little Shop of Horrors, the musical version of that. That's a great really one. Really fun. I like the I like the original movie too. Um, yes. But yes. I also really love um, the really modern Millie. I really like. Um, I actually really like West Side Story a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's the new version? Somebody made a new, who shot there's a new version, a movie. I really? Think. I have not seen that. I haven't uh, either. Some major director too, like Spielberg oh, wow. or somebody, I forget, but there's a new one being made. Uh, in fact, I think obviously in New York, I hope. Sure. Uh, yeah. That'd be funny if it was. <laughs> else, but, uh, in the desert or something. Yeah. <laughs> Here in Tucson. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Lloyd? Do you have a favorite musical? Well, I think Pal Joey, probably my favorite. Yeah. But, um, I'm uh, big on the uh, boys from Syracuse. And uh -huh. uh, uh, I like uh, Rogers and Hart. Uh, you know, it's a, I mean, Rogers and Hammerstein are also dark and brilliant, but Rogers mm -hmm. and Hart was wittier, I thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but you know, just what you said, and almost when I was a kid, I went to see every musical. Uh, uh, you know, even the bad ones, they always had a a great song, like the Tenderloin. I think was one with the uh, uh, I Love Lucy, Lucille Ball, and uh, there's one good, you know, at least one good song in there. Yes. They look, they look me over, and and uh, Subways Are for Sleeping was a huge 
musical that uh, big, 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 I think it was the next one uh, uh, after My Fair Lady or, or no, after West Side Story, Carol Lawrence. I oh. Think. And uh, Subways are for Sleeping. And it's very good, but it didn't do well. And the same with Camelot. Camelot right. came out after, um, guy, after My Fair Lady. Mm-hmm. And it's witty as fuck, and it's mm-hmm. terrific. It's and it's just the critics missed it. It did not get the great reviews, but it's it it ran for quite a while, and it's mm-hmm. one of the songs are great, uh, mm-hmm. and the movie is very good too. I think. Uh, I like the movie. Yeah. 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 The, uh, I haven't uh, had uh, the opportunity to see that one live, so the movie is all I have. No. Yeah, well, the movie's very good, and the book is Once in Future King is a, a lot of fun too. Uh, but the 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 play and the movie with Lancelot as a narcissist and 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 uh, uh, the Julie Andrews the queen uh, being kind of uh, uh, you know she likes the idea of, of of knights bashing their heads together to get the privilege of taking them to the fair or <laughs> if they'll you know chop up their uh, opponent uh, she'll be very happy to go to the fair with them and it's it's very uh, it's still really delightful stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you the songs in Poultry Guys, Night of the Chicken Dead. Yeah. Uh, people don't. The people who listen to the well, a lot of people don't like. I think the majority of uh, young people do not like musicals. So I'm happy. It's to, true. I'm it so is happy true. to talk to you about that. I grew up with them. I love musicals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with musical theater when I was 14 years old, and I never looked back. I went straight. <laughs> like every my playlist is all big band and Broadway. After that. Oh wow! Who who? How did that happen? Were you folks into musicals? Or um, you... no, not really. I was taken to see a show, which was actually Guys and Dolls, <laughs> and oh. maybe that's why I love it so much. But I was already gearing a little bit towards the arts. I was a figure skater and a dancer. Wow! So, right. Wow, wow. So I was already kind of leaning that way, away from popular media and popular songs and top forty stuff. I think I was only listening to it because it was cool and not because I actually liked it, really. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. I saw yeah. Guys and Dolls um, for the first time live with the actors right in front of me at the Melodrama Musical Theater in Bakersfield, California, guys, 1998. Wow. Okay. I was awestruck. <laughs> and after that, I wanted all theater all the time. <laughs> I did. It was, it was just like done. Done. And then That's I even great. started doing the figure skating routines to Broadway show yeah. tunes. Wow. The Jeez. best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, I incorporated it in everything. And I still primarily only listen to Broadway show tunes. Nice. Now. Yeah. Now. Even though that was like 23 years ago. Now. Cool. Still. Well, so. great. There's, they're so witty. And even the new ones, that one with the. There's a, a, a based on the movie with the Tom somebody or other Hanks or the other Tom um, uh, about the flim flam man who uh, uh, wrote a lot of bad checks. Uh, the uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, it's got oh. great. It's very amusing. Uh, it has a good music in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. the, the songs are quite uh, quite pleasant. Uh, now, what about Prom, Jamie? Did you happen to see that or listen to the music? It got great reviews. No, in the, no, uh uh-uh. uh. There's a movie that I think has been made based on prom that is just coming out now. Uh, I didn't particularly care for the music. I, I don't quite get why the uh, critics loved it so much, but uh, uh, um, um, and, but it has you know it's got a lesbianic theme to it. So the Times, New York Times, would uh, of course love it. 
they're, they're very open to that. So, yeah, for uh, sure. But I, I don't see what was so, again, I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, anyway. I haven't seen it either. I'll have to give it a watch. They, again, the lyrics don't seem very clever and the music doesn't, like, you know, it's out to the Toxic Avenger music, you, the tunes are so enjoyable. They just they are. go out singing it. Do you have any popular, any uh, favorites, Jamie, in terms of musicals? In terms of musicals in general? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I um, I really love, um, yeah, West Side Story. I really, really love. Um, it's hard to pick a favorite song. Um, but yeah. I was a singer when I was younger. Um, I was in choir. So I really liked when we sang like songs from musicals over more kind of traditional, like straightforward, uh -huh. kind of boring choir music. I loved when we got to sing the musicals. So mm. West Side Story is a favorite of mine. Um, Little Shop of Horrors. Um, Really modern Millie. I'm trying to think. Chicago, I really love. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how did you two meet to do a podcast? That's interesting. <laughs> Instagram. The internet. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> you know, this 2020 year, um, yeah. I started a, a horror movie Instagram. She invited me to come talk about a horror movie on her podcast. As a guest. Here I am. Yeah, mm -hmm. as a guest. Here I am, no, like great. two months later. Permanent installment. Hey, yeah. Terrific. The gift of uh, the gift of internet. It's right. Nice, nice to know there's an upside. Right, I know. Yeah, and that's really also the upside of the COVID era in 2020. Mm -hmm. While it is horrific what's going on and just heartbreaking mm. and sad people are now forced to do things a different way so i have been able to take ballet lessons from a new york city ballerina and also one in utah that i've always loved because now they're streaming them and wow. i never would have been able to do that ever oh, terrific that's, so that's i mean it's, yeah. it's given us um a few more opportunities because people have had to make a workaround mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. we can do things as we used to do them again yeah um, so yeah. there is a bright side and the same thing with jamie and her new instagram account for horror, dedicated to horror I mean, oh. I, she posted a little video of herself talking about horror, and I said, "You're cute as a button. I love your energy. Oh, that's Do you great. want to be a guest?" And she's like, "Oh my god, yes!" Well, send me a link. I would love to follow my Instagram. Oh. Just got, my I had to have a, a thirty-seven or four, uh, close to forty thousand followers, and it got deactivated because yeah. I saw. Yeah, some I posted of, that video. That it's you very sent un, un, uh, unfair. But uh, yeah. what, what, it said that the, the terms keep changing. Community standards, they kicked our channel off uh, YouTube too because of community standards. And we've had the same, you know, we had about 500 free movies there. And then one day they kick us off. And, uh, but the fans went uh, crazy and uh, YouTube reinstated the uh, channel. But my partner, Michael Hers, uh, uh, took all the movies down and yeah. they're all on Troma now. Uh, the uh, free uh, Troma Movies channel has a lot of opinion pieces and short uh, documentary and lessons, make your own damn movie lessons. But all the movies are on uh, Troma, not all of them, but we put up about 15 uh, new exclusive movies every month on Troma Now. And, uh, I hope we can put up the musical one of these days because it's very good. I would love that. So yeah. I, me too. <laughs> so much so much fun. Well, talk to the loft and talk to hey the music box. 
We, the music box has also been giving us the hi-hat for quite a while in Chicago. Yeah. And we haven't had a movie there for a couple of years. So, uh, you know, I'd be happy to, once the uh, COVID trauma movie right. that we're living in ends, uh, yes. I could go to Chicago. And I go to, to E2, uh, to E2, we take a booth at uh, E232 anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Joe, know, go there uh, and, uh, our mutual friend Joe told me about that too. Who, Joe, uh, uh, which Joe? Uh, Ro oh, Joe Randall. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. He gave us the... Oh, how cool. Yeah, he's and a good guy. Shout out to Joe, man. Thank you, yeah, Joe, thanks, for Joe. this yeah. introduction. Because this is, is a dream. Wonderful. This is amazing. Yeah. Talent. He also is a talented filmmaker. He and, is. Uh, and has done a lot to encourage trauma. And uh, yeah. he, he's in. You will see him in uh, uh, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. You'll see Joe Redazzo as Shut well up. as... Uh, uh, Shanta, his uh, beloved, uh, both in that movie. And uh, uh, I think Shanta had a baby shortly after uh, being in that movie. Aww. Yeah, I work with Shanta for, um, I, I think, I believe it's the same Shanta, for mm -hmm. uh, a television program they do out here. That, oh, great. Yeah, cool. that I, I'm helping to produce. Um, so if it's as long as it's the same one, and that's an unusual name, so I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Unless <laughs> yeah. it's well, sometimes she gets confused at Christmas with uh, Shanta Claus, but uh, other than that, <laughs> other than that, I'm sure it's the same Shanta. Right, sure. and she's just lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well you so, are, you all are lovely. Oh, right back at you, Lloyd. This has Thank been you. such a treat to talk to you. Really. Well, I yes. probably should go but have another yeah. interview. But if I'm you want to, sorry we ran over, but thank you. No, so no, much. It's, uh, I was I had a great time, and I was really loved talking about Broadway musicals. We <laughs> should do a whole segment on uh, musicals and yes. uh, uh, and you know Broadway and movie musicals. La La Land, I thought was. Well, did you like that? I loved that. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was great. For me, it just it didn't click. No I mean, maybe I need to see it again. I I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the mood or something, but it wasn't my favorites. Oh. So maybe it's me. Check it out again because right. uh, just that opening scene, my wife oh, and I. Yeah. I liked the opening scene, but like yeah. as it great. went on, I, I was finding myself like looking at my phone instead of being completely engaged. Oh, wow. Interesting. Huh? So yeah, maybe my... it was just me. I don't know. Well, give it, give another, it another shot. shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to find. And uh, we, yeah. we went oh, yeah. to see it uh, in the movie theater. And then we went the next day to see it again. We just were so knocked out by it. It, it was really uh -huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, well, we'd love to do that musical episode with you anytime. Boy. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. Yeah. And if you notice, most of the trauma movies do have some singing. Uh, and yes. mm -hmm. singing in, uh, you know, pretty much everyone, even back to mm -hmm. uh, Squeeze Play. Actually, Battle of Love's Return has a bit of uh, dancing. But, uh, yeah, it has quite a bit of dancing, actually. Uh, yeah. In fact, there's a whole ballet scene in Battle of Love's Return, uh, speaking I'm of ballet. In. <laughs> and uh, and, and uh, Jacques D'Amboise, I don't know if you know him, he was one of Balanchine's uh, favorite uh, dancers during the uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, well, I guess 60s and 70s, when Suzanne Farrell was going and all that. Mm -hmm. And he choreographed a dance scene in Stuck on You, a dance on the roof. And um, and I did a lot of work for him. Uh, he has an, uh, a, uh, a, uh, the National Dance Institute, which he started about 40 years ago to uh, uh, get children, especially boys, interested mm -hmm. in ballet so they wouldn't nice. think of it as some kind of a right. sexual activity. That right. he, he wanted them to think of it as athletics rather mm -hmm. than uh, 
and oh, it something is. else. And it yeah. is. Uh, it's uh, oh. it couldn't be more masculine. It's terrific. Right. And uh, it's you can't wonderful. Be a yeah, to beautiful. Absolutely, it's the best. Oh. So um, I've, I've, oddly enough, even though my movies are rather base and disgusting and shocking and. Uh, they're very uh, the real person who's been uh, educated like like you all uh, will get them. Uh, but it's yeah. amazing how many critics who uh, don't get it because they have no background. You know, they're mm -hmm. critics only because they can't uh, make movies and uh, and they haven't even seen a lot of movies. They don't right, even right. Yeah. they don't even see Samuel Fuller or Fritz Lang or John Ford or Howard Hawks or Charlie Chaplin or Buster Keaton. Heavily in, uh, informing uh, my movies, they they miss it, and uh, wow. and unfortunately, a lot of people do not like singing and dancing on film, especially in a uh, movie that has uh, head crushings. And by the way, you asked me what's a favorite practical effect. I think uh, the head crushing uh, that we did in Toxic Avenger, because Michael Hers uh, saved, uh, he got impatient with the traditional way of creating a a very expensive head cast uh -huh. and, then, and then crushing it. Uh, Michael just said, uh, he was yelling at people, get him, just get, get him, get a melon and carve it up, put some crap in it, put a <laughs> wig on it. And, uh, and then we put a happy face on the melon and, and we've been doing that ever since. And now uh, head crushing uh, a melon <laughs> with a head crushing big thing. deal. <laughs> I was gonna say that's actually one of my favorite trauma effects. So or any effect <laughs> I, I ever, whether there's like a decapitation or a crushed head, we're we're all about it. Well, uh, very good. The trauma pioneered the uh, the on camera crushed head, which had heretofore yeah. been uh, prohibited, and it's still sort of prohibited. But uh, the melon with a wig and a happy face—it's uh, got to be a cantaloupe because it's more flexible. Uh huh. And you um, <laughs> uh, need to know these things. Yes. Everybody's doing it now. Uh, you know, Spielberg, I think, has got one in uh, the new West Side Story. And uh, no, not so, true. Not Lloyd, true. Real quick. Um, so, watch. Um, is it watch.troma.com? Yes, to get if you want to okay. uh, join, uh, people have gotten dates on Troma uh, Troma now, but uh, oh. they, uh, it's a very uh, nice community uh, for visionary people, and, and um, you'll have a good time there without a doubt. And what is your new Instagram handle so people can find oh, you now? Uh, at uh, Uncle Lloyd. At, at Uncle Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah, okay. thank you. So guys, follow at Uncle Lloyd and go to watchtromanow.com. Okay. Well, thanks. And I answer all my Twitter and, uh, you know, and uh, um, uh, so if you have any more questions, if anybody, any of your fans has questions, uh, at Lloyd Kaufman on Twitter, I, I, I do my own Twitter. So you do that personally oh, so they know they're talking to you, not some yes. agent? Yep. That's amazing. Awesome. Thank Indeed. you. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lloyd. It's a true honor for both of us. Thank you so much. Well, I hope Uncle, we can do this again. And I really, I really, really do. appreciate your time. For real. Well, if you're in New York after the uh, COVID horror, uh, please come and visit the trauma building. You meet some nice young people. Uh, idealistic. Girl, like, we gotta go. Like it's been a dream. To, uh, yeah, well, we get uh, we get a lot of tourists in the summer. Uh, come come on by, and uh, you'll uh, you'll find some very nice young people who are idealistic and truly love and uh, know a lot about uh, movies. You know, we can have long discussion. You know, real discussions because they've yeah. they've seen everything. Michael Hers too, my partner. He's quiet, yeah. but he has seen every movie ever made, and uh, uh, you know, going back into time, uh, you know. We, we both were, I, I was born in 1945, so, uh, you know, my base is uh, a different, you know, kind of back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s. Uh, yeah.
sort of the things that hit me hard. Yeah. Thank you, Lloyd. You have a wonderful evening and you stay safe, okay? And uh, Merry uh, Merry Toxmas and I hope I see you all soon. Merry Toxmas. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye, Bye, Lloyd. Nice to see you. Bye, Lloyd. Nice to meet you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. There's a place between heaven and hell Don't need a map, just follow the smell A place filled with filthy air A place full of dark despair A place you have no prayer A place called New Jersey There's an exit called the 13B Right off the turnpike out where it smells just like pee An exit no one dares get off An exit where the children cough An exit called Dromaville Dromaville If the pollution doesn't get you, you're on the about to tell you was so disturbing we have stationed a registered nurse outside in the lobby she is armed with a tranquilizer dart gun for those needing sedation she also has xanax and vicodin she got off the internet and please for the love of god do not turn off your cell phones Mm-mm. you probably gonna want to call your mama there's no hope in new jersey we're hanging by a thread
word. God, I love New Jersey. It's such a state of mind. Why do I love Jersey? Probably cause I'm blind. Hi, Sarah. It's Melvin. Melvin, did those bullies beat you up again? Yeah. Well, it takes a brave man not to fight back. By the way, have you noticed a new smell in town? It's giant vats of toxic nuclear waste. But don't worry. I swear I'll save New Jersey. But how I do not know. We need new air in Jersey. And cleaner H2O. Tonight, the show is eight hours long. Help us win New Jersey, Help! save us from this goop. I just got scurvy. Good God, what can we do? Damn it, we're New Jersey. Or else we're good and far.